conflict is here to wake you up to the miraculous opportunity you have every moment, today, tomorrow, this week, next week, to make a different new choice and to be a new liberated version of yourself, regardless of anyone or any condition. From Nat's Numbers, I'm Nat, and this is the Numerology Chick Podcast. Let's decode the superpowers in your chart and in the people around you to create magic, synchronicity, and empowerment in your life. Hey guys, welcome back. This is episode 31. In last week's episode, episode 30, you were reminded that the number five of this month wants to help you break that old contract and stop playing that limiting and suffocating role because you don't have to. The five reminds you that you have the choice in every moment to choose a new role. Hallelujah, right? It's about time. Well, now you need just a little more help, don't you? Another little nudge. The five has some more wisdom to share to help us all step into this new liberated self instead of teetering off the deep end, (laughs) which sometimes is how we feel when we confront the five in a timing cycle. Um, The ancients correlated the five to the trickster, the bringer of destruction or chaos, but it's only because it wants change. It wants you to up-level in your life and experience more good. And the only way that we can do that is by stepping in to this new role, this new liberated self. So here's what the five wants to say. It isn't conflict that defines your future It's what you do with it that does. Now, this is a very, very important sentence. It isn't conflict that defines your future. It's what you do with it that does. This is important because you've been making conflict in the last couple weeks mean something that it doesn't need to mean. You've been making conflict mean something that's actually holding you back from stepping into your true eye of the storm self. First of all, you've been making conflict mean that something's wrong, that somehow conflict cannot coexist or co-mingle with positive change. It isn't true. And you know it's not true. Even when I said it, you, you knew this is not true. You know that conflict is the much-needed friction of changing directions. It's like a side effect of steering your wheels awkwardly out of that groove of mediocrity. You're changing tracks. Don't be afraid of it. And don't think for one second that the presence of conflict with your spouse, your coworker, your child, your friend, yourself (laughs) is a prophecy of some ill fate. 
The five is here to say that it isn't the conflict, the upheaval, the chaos of late that defines you or your future. It's what you do with it that does. In fact, I would even go a step further and say that when we experience conflict, it's a sign that a big positive change is is in the midst. It's available. Get excited. You're ready. You're ready for a big positive change. You're ready to actually expand, open up, and receive more good in your life. Now, the second thing you've been making conflict mean, other than that it can't coexist with positive change, is that it's a tool that you can use to change other people. (laughs) I know this one's a confronting one. It's a really confronting one. I've noticed something about the number five in my practice and my research. Those who have the number five in their core chart like to stir the shit. You know what I mean? They like to stir the shit for the sake of stirring the shit. They take pride in it. (laughs) And on one hand, I love this about them. But the problem about this is they think that kicking up dust will make fun, exciting changes happen in their lives. You know, they pick a fight. They inflame, they instigate, they poke and prod at other people and create or feed into drama in the hopes of getting a reaction, any reaction from the world so that changes happen, so they're no longer stuck, so there's movement. Ultimately, though, on a deeper and more unconscious level, they hope that they can alter other people so they don't have to actually change themselves. They hope that they can improve other people so they don't ever have to improve themselves. So the second thing that the five wants to say to you Other than conflict doesn't define you or your future, it's what you do with it that does, the five wants to show up and say, they are not the ones that need to change. You are. And this is truly a good thing. This is truly a relief, isn't it? Because the reason that the conflict keeps on knocking on the door, the reason why the feeling of, of frustration, discord, out of harmony, just keep showing up over and over again as you know that you cannot control them. You cannot control that situation. It's not your job. Your life is not going to change by you trying to change other people. If you get stuck in that cycle one of two things happen. That very, they happen very commonly for people that have a five life path or a five expression number when they're in the lower function of the five. When they're not using the five constructively to change themselves and improve themselves, number one, they live vicariously through other people's progress and adventure. 
never able to see the grand, wonderful, liberated, freedom-seeking life that is their birthright. So they're on the sidelines. That sucks for five. Because the five is most alive, most magnetic, most attractive when they are the ones jumping out of the airplane, when they are the ones that are asking for the promotion, right? That's when they feel the most alive. That's when they feel life force surging through them. So that's the first thing that can happen. The second thing that can happen is that they manifest Jerry Springer drama in their lives. And when I say Jerry Springer, I mean it. I've seen it. When a five desperately is seeking on a spiritual level, up-leveling, experiencing more good, transformation, but they don't know that they do it through the conduit of themselves, they feed into drama at every moment and they begin to think that the way that the world looks is it's, a, it's full of liars, cheaters, criminals, and they're the people that you'll see on the side of the road in a fist fight with somebody over road rage, you know? Because what we have a tendency to do when we're not making the improvements or changes in our own lives is we get livid, we get emotionally violent, not because we inherently are that way, but because on a spiritual level, we know that there could be better. We know that we deserve more, they deserve more. But we think that we have to force other people to change. And we come from a sense of, of justice and indignation about it. We must force other people to change. And that's doing the right thing. And when you're operating under that premise, you'd be willing to, to do anything to make someone change. Or to do a lot more than you'd be willing to do if you understood that the only place of true transformation, progress, and elevation in your life comes from changing and improving yourself. Really quick side note. This is just like off on a, another interesting tangent, but my boyfriend loves watching road rage compilations on YouTube. <laughs> now, he loves watching them because he loves strategizing what to do if we were ever in that situation and how to best protect us, his family. I love this guy so much. I enjoy watching them though for a different reason. I enjoy watching them because of what we were just talking about. Because in these road rage videos, when people get out of the car in the middle of the freeway, and start, and they take a bat out of their back seat and start. <laughs> I'm laughing because, well, you, you'll understand. They, they start beating the window of this person who cut them off, or this person who was following them too closely, or for whatever reason, right? Every single scenario where somebody does, engages in road rage, every single one didn't have to happen. Every single one was not about what was going on on the road. No. Every single one, I turn to Nick and I, I say, 
right there, that first two seconds where this person got upset, they could have easily diffused the situation, gotten to their destination, and had a great day. They could have made $5,000. They could have made love to their partner. (laughs) They could have found a nice grassy knoll and taken a nap. But instead, instead, they made it their vendetta to prove the point, to fight the fight, (laughs) to yell and scream and cuss, and maybe even to get violent. I find this fascinating because we believe that conflict is a tool to change the world, to change other people, to force alterations in our reality. And yet every single time we do it, it never breaks us free from from that endless cycle. It never moves us to the next level. So the five is here to say to you, They are not the ones that need to change. You are. Here's how you're going to do it. I want you to remember, conflict is here to wake you up to the miraculous opportunity you have every moment, today, tomorrow, this week, next week, to make a different new choice and to be a new liberated version of yourself, regardless of anyone or any condition. So here's a little tool that you can use. I want you to ask yourself this month, if I could be any person I wanted to be right now, how would my reaction be different? If I could be any person I wanted to be right now, how might my reaction be different? That's your mantra this month. That's your prompt. That question alone can be enough to change the destiny of your day. Maybe instead of yelling in frustration at your partner, you would turn towards them and clearly communicate what you need, calmly and with love. Maybe instead of sending off your lowest level proposal at work, you take a risk and you send off your highest level proposal. Maybe instead of spending an hour venting to your friend about that really snide comment that your mom made, (laughs) you go to the Zumba class instead. It doesn't take much to transform yourself. It really doesn't. It doesn't take much to make your life better than you could ever imagine it to be. It all starts with reacting differently in those small moments. It all starts with not shying away from conflict, but using it as a tool of transformation, of realizing that conflict and friction and uncertainty and chaos, these are moments in time where you're being asked to change yourself, to react in a different way and new way. And here's the crazy thing, you guys. This isn't about reacting in the right way. What the five supports is the five supports your experimentation. The five supports you expanding your repertoire 
and using new novel possibilities that you hadn't considered before. And when you do that, when you just change the cycle, when you break the way that you've been doing things, you break that rhythm, the five is going to deliver to you more and more opportunities to up-level, to improve, and to be liberated from the things that usually would decimate you. Step into your new role. Ask that question. If I could be any person I wanted to be, how would my reaction be different right now? I so appreciate that you're here with me. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast and you haven't already commented over on Google Play and iTunes to let me know how I'm doing, it would help out so much to rate and comment on the podcast. I can't wait to talk with you guys next week where we will dive more into the juicy aspect of the number five. I'll talk with you then. Bye.